This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Living on a Prayer. But if you could spare some change, that would really help me out, man. Just a little. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that made a six-movie series but couldn't get it off the ground. I'm mm. Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to discuss films that may have went a little too far. <laughs> what? <laughs> film series that may have went a little you did too far. You did that karate chop hand. <laughs> films <laughs> films <laughs> that might have gone a little too far. Yeah. So, there's a lot to unpack with this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously... There are some massive names with it um, that we will drop now. Being Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars is definitely like a topic. Um, you have other stuff like Harry Potter, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Spy Kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Die Hard. Yep. Yeah. You know what's funny? Hmm. I suck at this because I, I like you haven't seen a lot of all of like when it comes to like trilogies of films or movies that have like an absurd amount of sequels and prequels and whatever. I for some reason I just don't end up seeing those films. And I, you know what I think it is? Hmm. A lot of the type the style of movies that that are that have like whatever six installments to four or five installments tend to be like in that like sci-fi kind of area mm-hmm. like lord of the rings yeah. and stuff like that and i just i don't know like those type of movies like i'm not fully like compelled to watching terminator terminator just sucks man well one and two, two, are, two great. are really cool mm. and then they just start sucking but ass that's what i mean like, <laughs> like at what point do films become their own worst enemy yeah. with it because the quick and easy answer to the question is money right when a film series really takes off whether it be with the first film or the second film because a lot of the times like sequels can be really good yeah in terms of terminator 2 judgment day and star wars empire strikes back the godfather the godfather 2 but would you say that that's better than one yeah Mm. i think so yeah (laughs) but that's why like when when sequels can really like take off but it's usually around like the third or fourth film that yeah. film series really die out. Mm-hmm. And the obvious reason is, you know, money. Like the, the films are doing great. So the studios Pe- yeah. are like, hey, we need to keep going with this. And then you just have like, oh, but we kind of ran out of story. It's like, well, just f- make something yeah, up. Make something. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why like films usually like people that write these things usually have an idea of like, okay, this is how long I want it to be and end yeah. it. But... Honestly speaking, usually by like the third movie, I kind of like tune out for most of it. Yeah. It's either going to be a film where it caps off everything or it's going to be the the breaking point where it starts to decline. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rare that you get a third installment of a movie in which is equally as enjoyable as the first two. Mm-hmm. Apparently, something that we've discussed that we i still haven't like fully seen all of them but the new planet of the apes apparently that does it very well and then that's the thing like there are films where they can do like these movie series and still hold up yeah like i'm I'm gonna go back again to star wars because that's my bread and butter right there but star wars is a unique concept because 
it's at this point has nine films. It's too many. Of of like the Star Wars name. Yes. Right. But then there are also like the Star Wars stories. Right. So you have like Solo and you have Rogue One. Yeah. Um and then a couple other things like the the Disney Plus show of The Mandalorian. You have Clone Wars, you have Star Wars Rebels. Like you have all these interpretations of it. And Star Wars is kind of unique because the third movie of the trilogy, um Return of the Jedi, was obviously not the best out of the three. Personally, I like it, but it ended up being where it's like, okay, you capped off everything. Like, you finished it. Mm -hmm. You have, like, the ending, and it's not that bad. Prequels! Prequels. (laughs) Then you go into (laughs) Phantom Menace. Right. And that fourth movie, which is part of the prequels, so it's technically number one, was horrible. Yeah. It was absolutely horrible. Is that the one with Darth Maul, though? Yeah, Darth Maul is the saving grace of that. And he's only got, like, three minutes of screen time. Yeah, but he's great. He's so cool. Yeah, and then um, oh and Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson. Yeah. He's just, he doesn't really care, though. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm going to be a space wizard. <laughs> but, yeah, so with that, that was, like, really the inclination, looking back now, because as a kid I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, Star Wars. These are incredible! <laughs> <laughs> but, like, looking back on it, that was really, like, the turning point where it was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. And I love Star Wars. Like, I will always go see, like, something You're Star lo- Wars. You, it's like it's like your favorite worst It is. It's, it's so weird because, <laughs> like, and I say this all the time, it's my favorite movie series that I hate 70% of what they produce. Yeah. Because a lot of it is just not that good. Mm-hmm. And I also like a lot of, like, the expanded universe stuff and, like, stuff that they won't put in. Right. Um, but I digress. With that, though... That was really the turning point of the movies where obviously it has like still steam to it because it's Star Wars. It's one of the biggest names. But it was a decline in like, okay, this is where it's kind of becoming a little too much. Yeah, I think like you start getting up into the upwards. Like three, I think, is like almost like max. Mm -hmm. Like you really can't really do much more than three because it kind of comes along the same line of like, a film or a uh, like a TV series mm-hmm. like when you're watching a, like a series and like a good example is like Dexter mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever watched Dexter bits and pieces but like the first few seasons are like really really great and then you start getting into like these like r- like later seasons where they're just like it feels like they're just scrambling for more ideas because they just want to keep the show going because it's making money but the quality of the story is just rapidly deteriorating in front of your eyes and you're like this is becoming shit yeah, and, and it's like we need to just stop. Like Breaking Bad did it best. Mm-hmm. Like we knew like five seasons, technically six if you want to call it, but really five seasons. Um, and from one to five, incredible. Like the whole way through. But then you get into like Fast and Furious. Yeah, and you're like, okay, how when, many of these are there now? When did we? stop racing cars like when did that not become the thing anymore yeah, right like that's always like a big thing is like when did fast and furious become just a, them a saving the world movie and, yeah. and not just racing right it's very strange i think and tokyo drift was like the last one that one of was them like, yeah and like the thing about like fast and furious is that everyone kind of gives it a pass mm-hmm. because it's like oh it's a film that knows what it is it's a movie that knows that it's ridiculous and how over the top it is and it's not going for realism and it's not going for um 
it's not going for a really incredible, compelling, deep, provocative, thoughtful story. It's going Anymore. for the yeah, it's going for like the absurdity at this point. But it's like, and look, there's a place for that. Mm-hmm. But like, you re- if you really like watch those movies, they're garbage. Yeah, they're they're really bad. Like, like they're even not the early good. on ones of like just racing. Yeah, it's like oh, what they is, still weren't just, even that good. Yeah, like, it's just <laughs> racing. Tokyo Drift was pretty cool. Yeah, that was kind of like the only one. That was that that was like the one that gets a pass. For yeah, me. um, Matrix Two. Matrix Two. What a giant misstep. Yes, because Matrix M3, One is fantastic. What a giant misstep. <laughs> like, in some cases, there are circumstances where. The first one is the only good one. Mm -hmm. And this is definitely one of those situations. Like, The Matrix has this incredible concept that people still talk about that's even implemented a conspiracy theory that we are in The Matrix. Ooh. Which I'm not going to go that far, but... Get your tinfoil hats on, everybody. They're listening. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, like, like it's, it's a huge misstep where you have, like, this incredible concept, and somehow you've flaundered it yeah like, the wachowskis really kind of fucked that up because mm-hmm. it's like man the first one is so good it is like front to back and i think that the problem was that a the cgi yeah the CGI. it was like oh throughout this is new technology thing, it was <laughs> throughout the entirety of the the yeah. trilogy and they're making a fourth one yeah yep and i don't know i'm i listen side side track mm-hmm. i do not like keanu reeves He's okay. Everybody on the internet is like obsessed with Keanu Reeves and like, oh, he's like he's so, such a nice guy. He's so lovable. He's so sweet. He's so handsome. He doesn't age. He's a vampire. <laughs> and it's like, it's why like, won't he kiss me? <laughs> and like, everybody's just like obsessed with Keanu. But like, he is a terrible actor. He's not the uh, worst. No, he's he's, he's not the like, worst I've ever seen. <laughs> he's like the one of the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> like I really don't like Keanu as an actor. I just I don't find him to ever be he always just has the same delivery. He talk this is this is my impersonation of Keanu Reeves, right? This this is this is how he says this is how he like talks in every fucking movie. He's like What? <laughs> I can't believe what I'm seeing. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, that's Keanu Reeves in every fucking movie. That's not bad. (laughs) And it's just like, stop, please. It's like, it's it's very uh, Bill and Ted. Like, he just kept that stoner accent. What's going on here? (laughs) Just like, Keanu, give me something else. All right. (laughs) (laughs) How's this? (laughs) It's terrible. Yeah, no, I'm not a good actor. I get it. Uh, Um, Anyway, but The Matrix is cool. It's a cool movie. It is, and but like you said, like the CG, I like just really kind of killed it. Um, a pass for us, and that's just being biased, is like the Evil Dead trilogy. Yeah. Um, that's but the thing is. That, those one get those ones get progressively better. Exactly. Like Army of Darkness is one of my favorite movies ever made, and. In a sense, like, it, it really comes down to you have to know your audience and you have to know, like, okay, we're progressing, but we can't do anything that really halts what we're doing. Yeah, at the end of the day, you need to... If you are going to make a sequel, a trilogy in mind, you have to have this planned out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to know, like, okay, hey, I'm going to be making this film and... If it does well, I will probably get greenlit for a sequel. I'm I am making a movie, and I want to leave the ending ambiguous enough to to a point where 
if it gets if it gets greenlit and it makes enough money and studio says okay i want to do a second one then i can pick up the story from there but you cannot make a you can't have a have a sequel or a trilogy where you ju- you make a movie and it's supposed to be a one off and then the studio says hey that did really awesome we want to do a sequel and you go I don't have anything for a sequel, and they say we'll figure it out. Like mm-hmm. let's 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 do that. And there are ways around that. Yeah, like be a good fucking writer. <laughs> <laughs> I think like like what comes to mind is like Terminator did that really well. Yeah. Um, just with killing off Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end, like that right. that did really well. Um, Evil Dead, really well with kind of like flipping it on its head. And making the ending to the film the beginning of the second. Right. And Star Wars, where George Lucas made a trilogy prior, like wrote everything, did all the writing, did all the the work for it. Yeah. They only got greenlit for the first movie, so he compacted everything into one. Right. But was still able to be like, okay, it can pick up from here. Right. Like those three movies like did that really well. Yeah. I think that like... Like, even one of my favorite trilogies of all time, I can admit that the third one kind of sucks. Godfather? And that is The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Although, apparently, Francis Ford Coppola just did a recutting of of it. It's called, mm-hmm. like, Godfather Part 3, like, Redux or, mm-hmm. or something. I don't know what it's called. I don't remember. And apparently, it's very good. Apparently, it's, like, significantly better. Mm-hmm. So, I'm interested to see that. I just found myself so bored by, in the third one. The, third, the original third one is a severe dip in quality. Mm-hmm. And it's upsetting because the first two are so good. Yeah, and you can and you can see that in the first in the first one, they set it up that that perfect ending mm-hmm. of Michael in the office and his wife looking at him and like kind of realizing like he is becoming the Godfather. Yeah, and then we just pick up immediately after that. Or no, I'm sorry, we don't. But like you know, and then you get like the beautiful backstory of you know the Corleone family and how they got their name and you got the, you got young Don and it's just, it's incredible. Like yeah. it's, you got De Niro in it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, and then the third one definitely like comes to a crawl and you're just like, why am I watching this? But, uh, it's still one of my favorite trilogies. Absolutely. And that's where it's like, you know, you can, you can have like a trilogy or like a series really be your favorites for you it's godfather for me it's star wars but you understand that like hey this is you can almost pinpoint the exact moment where there's a dip yeah and you understand why yeah because people want to see more you have a fan base you want to just show the fan base like support and create new content yeah but you also have to be mindful of what you're putting out and realize that there is a chance that like hey this could be harmful to the films that actually were really good. Yeah. Like imagine doing now like a 2001 space odyssey part two, which there is there, there is a part two. Mm-hmm. There, there is a sequel to 2001. Is there? Yeah. And it's awful. It's not awful, but it, it, it's, but see, it's not nearly in the same vein as 2001. Yeah, but see like <laughs> stuff like that where like, you really got to understand like, Hey, this is what we're doing. How can we top something great? Yeah. And that's where like planning and timing really come in hand. Like stuff like this really should be like, you know, we understand, hey, this film did really, really well. Let's take a couple of years and really plan out like, you know, not even like setting up scene and like getting the actors ready and, and filming, but let's plan everything out of how we can continue the story in a meaningful and passionate way. Right. I mean, that's like, 
why I really love Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Yes. Like, that's a sequel done properly. Mm-hmm. And we don't need anything else. It, no. Well, he's probably going to do a part three. I th- but yeah, I, I, think he, I think he got... I think he said something about, like, doing a part three, but, yeah. I mean, it's also Tarantino, so it's like, he will do it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's a rarity that you have a director that can actually, like, do that mm-hmm. and come back to it, whatever, fucking ten years later, and it'd still be probably just be incredible. Yeah. Um, That's where, like... Sorry to cut you off. Netflix does, like, a really interesting thing, too, where it's, like, their series... They mainly said, I don't know if this has changed, but they said, like, hey, for the most part, any series, we're just going to do two, like two seasons. Mm -hmm. And I think that's smart because if something really takes off, like a Stranger Things type situation, where really takes off the first season, second season isn't okay, and then there's third season that nobody talked about. Nobody, Nobody really saw it. Yeah, I, I actually didn't. I, I didn't watch it. I fell off from it after. I don't know why. I think I did. I think I watched season two. I did. I watched parts of that season was the two. one where she where Eleven like shaved her head and all that, right? No, she, she went like, goth. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah she shaved her head, right? Or she no, already she, had a shaved head. Yeah, she already and had. She a grew shaved. her hair out. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, that season was all right. Like exactly, it wasn't like incredible. Like, it it, it kind of like led up to something that was pretty epic, but like. As, like, a totality. I was like, eh, it's all right. Yeah, and that's why, like, but season three nobody cared about. Yeah, season one is so good, though. It is, and that's where, like, Netflix after that was like, okay, two seasons, because it leaves you wanting more without ruining the quality of the stuff that's been put out. Yeah. And I think that's a really smart idea for films in a Kill Bill situation, where it's like, leave them wanting more, Yeah. but don't produce anything that could potentially hurt the series. Yeah. And that is a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Because for... you have to, you have to trust the filmmaker, mm-hmm. you know, you have to trust the filmmaker to know like, Hey, I would love to make a, let's say a third installment of this, but I just don't think it would live up to the hype or yeah. I don't really have a complete story here and I don't want to make a subpar film so then you kind of say like okay you know you have to like kind of accept that and kind of like you said you you want more but you don't you know wanting more and then getting more that sucks mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, that's, is, two that's worse you know things. that's worse so like you don't want to get like a third installment and then it just be like subpar mm-hmm. uh, and potentially you could like ruin the other two movies mm-hmm. depending on where you go with it depending on how where you take the story you know I'm not much of a gamer, um, but apparently The Last of Us Part 2 was, like, a big controversy over last year. Again, I'm not much of a gamer, but um, I just heard a bunch of, like, hardcore criticisms about the character choices. Because I played the first one because that was, like, when I was still into gaming. Fantastic Really, really good. And then I heard that they killed off some characters, and I'm not going to make any spoilers of anybody who hasn't played it, but... You know, they kill off certain characters and they make those characters do these certain choices that that you just like you're like you're ruining these beautiful characters that I loved so much in the first one. Mm-hmm. There's a really um interesting episode on YouTube by um I, I recommended him before, but Nicky Jakey. He does like a really, really good in-depth look of like The Last of Us and Last of Us Two. Mm-hmm. Um, which you might actually like, but like um he really goes in depth with it. And yeah. Yeah, like it can go to games too. Mm-hmm. Like, it it's not just fully like for films. It can be like TV series. It can be video games. Like, you have to understand when too much is too much. Yeah, you got to stop thinking 
with it. Look, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. You need, but you need to stop thinking with your wallets and start thinking with stories. Yeah, and start thinking with compelling stories and actually like having like a narrative, you know, and like not it just being like dog shit and being like, oh, no matter what we make, th- people are going to come see it. Mm-hmm. Like, please stop doing that. Like, listen. I am so over the Marvel Universe. <laughs> I, I I have been over the Mar- Marvel Universe since Iron Man 1. It's I was weird like, that I'm we didn't bring that it. up yet. Well, like I just one. did. I know. And, I don't even, and I've only seen like two of them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I've yeah. seen all of them, and I, I can attest that there's a lot of them that aren't that good. Yeah. But then again, you look at it as a whole, and it's like, okay. Like, as a whole, it's good. Listen. But the first Captain America? Horrible. <laughs> The first cap, I will as a as a huge Captain America fan, as somebody who has the shield tattooed on his elbow, the first Captain America was literally just an hour and a half long trailer of Avengers. Was, That's all it was. It was trash. It was. Uh, the first Avengers is okay. Yeah. Second Avengers is okay. Yeah. No. No. Bad. I, I, was that the one with like the 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 robot? Yeah. Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. No, I didn't. Actually, I did. I didn't yeah. like that. I remember watching. I was like, that was James Spader. Um, the first Iron Man I didn't really like. Mm-mm. I thought that was kind of boring. It was, it, it was like okay. dude in a cave, I, I, and I was like, ah. yeah. I like the second one more. I heard that one's really good. I, I've listen. I've seen Mickey the, Rourke. I've seen Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I've seen Iron Man one. I've seen half of Captain America one because I couldn't get through <laughs> it. I was like, this is awful. Yeah. My favorite Marvel thing is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, because that's very aware of like what it wants to be. I saw Thor Ragnarok, which was really cool. Yeah, that one was really Taika cool. Taika Waititi. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's doing great. Love him. He is our generation's Wes Anderson. I mean, Wes Anderson is, you know, still alive and yeah. still making movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, but Which he has an upcoming film that I'm very excited he, about. He's basically like new Wes Anderson. Yeah, he's definitely got like this weird charisma to him. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think a Marvel Cinematic Universe has just gone on for too long. Like, yeah. we've done this too much. And you're just... You have so many characters, and I and I get it that like it's making so much money because everybody just loves them. But like, there are all there there's some great one great ones in there, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But there are there are some trash in there. Yeah, but that Disney money, man. That Disney money. That Disney mm-hmm. money. And look, like we we may have talked about like some series that like you guys really love, and we apologize if we really just destroyed it. I'm not. But yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm not sorry about but, that. But like these are the ones where it's like we really. T- took a look and we were like okay you can see like the dip in quality and you understand like this is where too much is too much yeah and at the end of it you have to really look at that and be like okay we want quality over quantity every time and that for me every every, time (laughs) and that really is like the big answer to it yeah um we would really like to know some of your guys's least favorite colors <laughs> <laughs> what are your favorite colors no we would really like to hear what you guys think of um like film series where when was too much too much yeah uh and that's all really the credits it. of podcast on instagram roll the credits of podcast on facebook mm-hmm. roll the credits of podcast on whatever you're listening to and Podbean. Podbean, weird <laughs> whatever spotify and i and i what is it called iTunes. apple apple podcast yeah that's that's where we're at mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I mean, listen, like Zach said, quality over quantity. Please, we need, there needs to be a change, mm-hmm. I think, in the industry. We need to start making 
films that are uh, you know it's, it's funny because it's kind of like one of the one of the things that I mentioned with Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. where I was like where he actually went on a, like a kind of like this thing saying that Marvel movies aren't cinema yeah and like they are but they're not and it's mm-hmm. like he has a point and yeah exactly like he his his at the end of the day what he was basically saying was like story like story is what matters like small stories or big stories but just done well mm-hmm. um so uh yeah i mean there are countless trilogies and sequels that are severely subpar that have come out over the course of the year i mean but again there are some films that have done it right yeah so uh, I guess it really all depends on the writers. Mm-hmm. It really depends on who's behind it. But at the end of the day, I think if you st- I think if you stick to like if you get two solid films in, drop the mic. Yeah, just <laughs> leave it at that. Drop you, the mic. You did great. <laughs> yeah, and that's all, it. All right, Zach, you have a recommendation? I do, and it goes with being subpar. Oh. Uh you. Oh, <laughs> boom! Wow. I dropped that mic. Wow. No, um, so. Recently, I got back into it. It was a, a video game that came out in 2012, um, and I played it. Is it Bioshock? No, I we already recommended Bioshock, I think. Oh. Um, so it's made by Sega. Uh, it's a platinum video game. Um, You're speaking a different language that's, to me. That's fine. <laughs> the name of it is Anarchy Reigns. Okay. And this is a weird game. Um, I, I'll say it right now. Story mode, horrible story. <laughs> Horrible story. <laughs> Quality over quantity. <laughs> horrible um, story. Cutscenes, horrible. It's like, it's 12 seconds, and then it's just like two faces talking to each other for a minute. Okay. However, the gameplay and the style is really, really cool. Um, so what it is, is you have like all these different characters. The main story, you play as two different people. You play as Jack, and you play as Leo. And it's basically like you get to pick. Mm-hmm. And then once you finish one of their story, it goes right into the next story. Gotcha. So either one that you do, it's basically like from start to finish. Right. And it's in this like dystopian era where everybody has like cybernetic parts. Oh, so it's Cyberpunk 2077. But better. Wow. Um, Cyberpunk didn't do good. Yeah, I heard. I heard it was a mess. And it's just this awesome third person beat up style where... Everybody has like a specific weapon, so it's like Jack has a chainsaw arm, so you can pop that at. Jeez, any time. I wonder where they got that idea from. Uh, from Mad World, the <laughs> game beforehand. <laughs> Jeez, I wonder where they got that from. Sam Raimi. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then Leo has like these really cool like blade arms, so everybody has like different style, and it's just like this satisfying like you're fighting these grunts and just slicing them in half, basically. And then going on to do missions where it's like, hey, kill 50, like, mutants in in three minutes. Yeah. And it's like, cool, I'll do that. Yeah. And then it has, like, an actually good multiplayer where they have, like, capture the flag. They have, like, something, I think it's called, like, kill ball, where it's basically just soccer, but you just go and kill each other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but it's really, really fun. Like, if nothing else, the gameplay is what really sold me. Mm-hmm. And going back now as an adult to playing it nostalgia goggles off it's again it's not that great of story-wise but i'm having so much fun yeah just actually like going around and like beating up like these weird cybernetic mutants and then doing the story mode of beating up one of the characters yeah so anarchy reigns cool zach what movie are we doing next we are going to be doing a 2020 film that i've been very interested in seeing 
we are going to be doing The Nest. Okay. With Jude Law. Okay. You like Jude Law. I don't really have an opinion on him. All right. Well, I have an opinion on this <laughs> film from the trailer. It looks really cool. Okay, cool. I think you'll be in, into it. Alrighty. So, The Nest. 2020 The Nest starring Jude Law. Yep. All right. Uh, Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits.